Mic check one two one two. The knowledge drop. The knowledge drop podcast episode number two is on. This is focus from the flow mode through bboydojo.com and Cipher Studio. Um, thank you for tuning in. First episode got great feedback. We had scheme reaches over here and got some good comments and good feedback. So I'm excited for this episode today. Let's keep it moving and let's keep it rocking. The next guest for the knowledge drop is Flowmaster, all the way from the west coast of USA. One of the funkiest b-boys out there of all times. And uh, hmm, what can I say about Flow? Super versatile dancer, also a coach, also a trainer, and an influential teacher. He's trained uh, big artists in the game. Most likely some of your favorite favorite artists he's been training in the past and and naturally battled the best and beat the best in breaking. So let's get Flowmaster on the line and let's see what comes up in the episode number two. Focus is Flowmaster is in the house. What's up, baby? Good morning, your ways. How's it do- how's it going over there? Man, everything's going good over here. How is how is everything going over there? How was training? Training was great. I just came back from the session and still a little bit sweaty, to be honest. Changed my shirt. Had a crew set crew session earlier with the with the crew and everybody say hi. Said respect oh. and greetings. Taya, Wardtech, Sparks, Saki. When everybody was there, so it was the game busy. Okay, what tell everybody? I said, what's up? Will do. How about yourself? Did you train today? I'm about to train right after I get off of this. The minute I get off this, I'm going straight down like pew. Through that. What's happening today? What's in the menu? Um, the menu is strength training. Because as you get older, you got to make sure you keep your body strong. And that's something that as a B-boy, we never that we was never taught that. And I and I learned that the hard way. Yes, indeed. So. I can definitely co-sign that one. Being there, done that, and approaching 40. I'm a little bit younger than you, but still approaching 40 this year. And I know I just can't break the whole day and go to jams, no. battle everybody, call without warm-up, and come back mm-hmm. to training on the next day. That's simply not the way it works when you're in your 40s. Well, that's not the typical way that it's supposed to work, even if you're in your 20s and 30s. And, you know, you learn when you're in your 20s and 30s, which we didn't learn. So when we get to our 40s, we already have it down. But it takes us to get injured and get hurt so much. And we can't do what we used to do anymore to realize, wait a minute, I've been I've been training wrong. I've been doing this incorrect for so many years. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But at the same time, we're still moving and you're a big inspiration for everybody keeping in great shape and and still super funky as as usual so thank you first of all thank you sir yes sir first time i think i saw you live was people summit x 2004 okay. and first time we yeah. traveled to the states with the crew and i catch you catch you in the ciphers and that was an ill addition over there had kenny had wicked kmel and everybody else over there killing it any memories from from the summit that year? I know you rocked many summits before, but how man, was 2004 for you? It, man, it was incredible. The, the uh, memories that I remember is how we just used to have fun. How how it was just straight raw. Everybody had their own their own eye, their own identity, their own flavor, their own style. You know, and then I guess when um, YouTube and internet and all that came out, 
all that went away. So I just really, you know, the thing that really sticks out to me the most is how everybody had their own, their own flavor. Like you could put somebody behind a screen and you can't see their face, but when they start dancing, you're like, oh, that's Remind. Oh, that's Ken Swift. Oh, that's Flowmaster. Oh, that's Focus. Now you put people behind the screen, you'd be like, oh man, who is that? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, uh, uh, that's Sugar Kicks. And be like, no, that's Hong Ten. <laughs> new trendy style that everybody's doing, but yes. don't really recognize so the character. I just think now people's jumping on a hype of whatever's the biggest thing now everybody wants to do. When I came up, it was like, whatever was hype. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to find something to beat that hypeness. It has remember changed. That year. Yeah. Remember that year, even though like you're speaking about the silhouette, but if you saw Flowmaster on the side of the circle without dancing, you recognize it too. Cause you went next level in the print game too. So you had <laughs> your sweat, sweatpants, the whole line was like a Flowmaster footwear fanatics print over there and the shirt on top caps, all of that stuff. So I think nobody took it to that height as you did that well, year. So. Well, you remember hip hop has four elements, but I really feel that it should be five. And the one that they're missing out in, in, in the hip hop element is the fashion. The fashion is everything. So I made sure, you know, when Kenny and Crazy Lays was training me, they was like, listen, you could be dope in a circle, but you got to make sure you have a nice outfit on when you step out there in a circle. It just makes it come alive. And that always stuck with me. So every time I go to a jam, I made sure that I'm looking fresh. So when you see me roast you or I get, or I get roasted, one of the two, you're going to be like, yo, that was a nice outfit he had on. Oh, Make it even more funny. painful doing it while looking fresh, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. And I do have the proof. I have a VHS of, of uh, friends camera from that trip. So I was trying to look it up, but you know, you had to convert your tapes. It takes a little time. So once I get yeah. the footage from the ciphers, I'll send it to you later on. Oh, my man. Thank you. Oh, that sure. would be perfect. Yes. Make it happen. What's the best battle you ever did? The best battle I think I ever did. Uh, man, I have to say against K-Mail. Me and K-Mail. I always tell, I always tell people K-Mail is the reason why I made up a lot of them crazy flips that you see me that I was doing because I was like, okay, just like I just said, K-Mail had this flipping style that nobody else was doing. So I had to figure out how to beat his flipping style. So the best way to do that is I had to go watch Kung Fu movies. And my favorite Kung Fu movie I used to watch was Jackie Chan. I learned a lot of my flips. I took a lot of flips and stuff from Jackie Chan when he was doing Drunken Master. And I just brought it in and just brought it into the B-Boy game just to beat K-Mail's flips. And by doing that, he helped me create a different way of doing flips in, in the way that I was breaking. That's another thing that you don't see too often these days, that you study your enemy and you work on it so that you can beat him or her after like six months. Say with me, when I battled Roxwright, I studied his freestyles, like the way that he does his freeze framing and all of that. And I had mm -hmm. to include more freezes into the way that I move. So I developed some stacking stuff that I could deliver to him. Of course, I can't beat him with his style, but at the same time, spice of this and then some ill footwork on top. So maybe that adds up. And that's what a lot of B-boys don't do anymore. Everybody's on the newest trend, the air flares. I mean, when the air, you know, when the air flares came out, everybody got on the air, you know, the air flares. Now they're doing triple air flares. And it's like, wait a minute, it's cool to learn the air flares, but don't forget about who you are. I've seen so many B-boys 
have so many good, incredible styles. And then all of a sudden they see something else new and then they forget about who they are. Don't never forget about who you are. Always just add to it. And that's the one thing I love about our generation. We always add to ours. Like Rock's White made, Rock's White made you a better B-boy. K-Mel made me a better B-boy because I had to figure out how to beat him. And by that, he started creating different styles of way of me doing things. And that made me just get better and better and better every time. Can you tell the people about how did that battle go then? You trained your flip styles and you already had your foundation. How did that battle go? Well, the, well, I know when we battled, like, K-Mail will always say something, something, something different. <laughs> I love him. You know, sometimes he would beat me. Sometimes I would beat him. He would never say that I would beat him. And that's all good and, and dandy. But I know that he couldn't, my... Um, you got to remember when I started dancing, I started dancing because I didn't want to get bullied. I never wanted to be the best, ever wanted to be the best. That was never in my mind. But the main thing is, is you never going to bully me in a circle. And when K-Mail realized that he couldn't bully me, that's all I really needed. I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't really care if I beat beat K-Mail in a circle. That was never my intention to battle him. My intention was he was never going to bully me and he's going to make sure if he's going to battle me, he's going to know that he's in a world of like, we are going to sweat. We're going to have oxygen tanks because I am not giving up and <laughs> I am not giving up at all. It's so not going to be an easy ride. Right. Yeah, yeah no, it's not, not going to be an easy ride going against Flowmaster. <laughs> at all. But it was never... And I really want people to understand it was never me trying to be the best. It was all about me. You're not going to bully me. And that's, and that's it. That's so dope. When did your training change into incorporating something else than just dance? Um, well, that happened? when I started locking, when I gave up breaking for a while and I got into locking, because you got to look at my old videotapes when I first started, I wasn't dancing. And I wasn't, to me, I wasn't as funky as I wanted to be. But breaking got to the point where it was it was taking the love away from me. Everybody wanted to fight. Everybody saying, you biting this. And like I'm like, how, how am I biting your stuff? And I don't even know you. You weigh in Japan. You weigh in Hong Kong somewhere. Like, how am I biting your stuff? So it just kind of got a lot of, you know, really got into my mind. So locking was the next thing that I wanted to do. And Now that is my number one dance that I love to do. But Lockin helped me to be funky. Lockin helped me to bring my character out more and my b-boy battles and stuff. How I will always smack. I will end up smacking somebody and I had the, the um, teeth that will fall on the floor and start chat, 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 chat. That's all from adding in Lockin. If you watch how my top rock was when I was stiff too, it started bouncing. So locking really changed my hip hop, um, uh, my breaking style up a lot. And then I got into house. Now house really made me listen to the music because I wasn't listening to the music. So when I got into house, it made me listen to the music. When I got into locking, it made me funky. So it took, so actually by doing a different dance, a different dance style, it really made my dancing better when I came back to breaking. That's inspiring. And a lot of people don't do it. I can tell it too. I break too much and I don't pay enough attention to the other styles, even though there's a dance school that I run and all the classes would be free. So that's inspiring, man. Would you recommend it for, for the generation coming up now? Everybody. I will always tell people to learn different styles of dance because it will help you in your main style. I did not become Flowmaster because you got to remember when I first started, I was copying Ken Swift. 
I was trying to look like Ken Swift. I was walking like Ken Swift. I was dressing like Ken Swift. And everybody was like, Flo looked like Ken Swift. And I didn't really get the props until I veered away from breaking, got into locking. And that's when I came back. And that's when I became Flow Master. Because I was Flow Master, but I wasn't getting love like I was supposed to until I got away from breaking and started learning different other styles when I came back. That's when I started being who I am. So I really tell people, learn different styles, learn house, learn locking, even salsa. I mean, it just it just makes you relax. It makes you smooth. It makes you listen to the music because breakers are always stiff, so stiff. I always say to breakers, if you can't dance with a girl, you got some issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that process turns you into a dancer instead of just a B-boy. Or a B-boy. That's why yeah. when somebody say, are you a breaker? Are you a locker? Are you a house dancer? And I said, I'm not needing them. I'm a dancer. You put the music on, I'm going to dance. But back in the days, I would say, yeah, I'm a breaker. Oh, yeah, I'm a locker. No, I'm a dancer. Nice. How about other training? You have an extensive, uh, we would always actually hear rumors about your your training methods. We would hear from Wiki. <laughs> we would hear from everybody else. We came to Cali and, and everybody's saying like Flowmasters, on another tip when it comes to training like you got to do your footwork with water in your mouth so you learn to breathe from your nose or whatever it is <laughs> so i was putting pain in my students with the with the so-called flow master methods that we just heard from other people mm-hmm. how did this happen like how did you get incorporating like other other ways of training into getting your stamina and strength to another level well besides doing dancing i do mma so I've been with some of the best MMA people in the world, like Jeremy Horn, which is the militaries with Matt Hughes and all them. And then my teacher, Anderson, the Spider Silver. So I watch how they train and watch how they get ready for these fights. Because you remember, they go five rounds with someone trying to take your head off. But watching the way that they train, I was like, I can take that and put that into breaking. I can start doing foundation and add exercise into breaking. I can do mobility and flexibility and add it into breaking. And that's how I started training all the top B-boys. And I called it combat conditioning at the time. But this is the thing that I messed up on and I didn't know is the recovery aspect of it. Because if you train like that hard, like, you know, as B-boys, we like to go five or six or seven days a week. That's really bad for your body. And that's what I was doing. And everybody who was doing my type of training a lot of them was getting hurt. Because why? Because they was really messing their body up. I was getting hurt left and left, left and right. And then my crew members started getting hurt left and right. So I had to back back and be like, okay, what are these trainers doing that I'm not doing? And the number one thing is recovery. True. I feel you. That happened to me too with one of my classes. Me and Hat Solo used to run a class called Break Hardcore. The okay. main idea was that there was an audition for the toughest <laughs> motherfuckers in the city. And uh, whoever trained the hardest was the king. And, and we had a bucket. We called it the George. And mm-hmm. we counted minutes on how many minutes does it take for the first first one to throw up. And that was just stupid. Like everybody got hurt. And, and eventually these people disappeared from the scene. Just wasn't fun. And, and uh, it was destroying their bodies. So we had to look in the mirror like, all right, are we really doing what we're supposed to be doing? Are we training them to be better or just boosting our ego with thinking that we train harder than everybody boosting, else? Boosting the ego. You remember that type of training that we do came from the Navy SEALs and the Army people because they are trained like that. But what happens to them later on in the 
future. They barely can walk, hip, replacement. Some of them commit suicide because when you train hard, you're also messing with your mind and you get depressed. You get depressed really hard and you're like, why am I so depressed? Because you're not letting your body recover. And this is something that I really wish that I would have known when I was breaking breaking hard because I really feel by me being 50, like I'm about to turn 50, I feel that I'm still capable of still being with going against some of the top guys, but I destroyed my needs so much. Like I just, but now it's my duty now of everything I know to educate the new generation. That's not about going hard. It's about recovery. It's not about train to win. It's recovery to win. Cause when you're out there battling somebody, who is the one that wins? is the one who can battle, go back and recover and come back. The one who can set and relax and come back and still have all the energy. So the one who normally wins is the one who recovers the more than the one who has the best skills. Yes, yes. Like at the top, everybody trains hard, but whoever recovers the best and the fastest, then it's, it's going to be on another level. Is the one who stays on top for a long time. And this is what I want the new generation to understand because the old generation, we did not at all how's your training these days my training now is basically on mobility flexibility and strength work like i really back down on a lot of cardio because as you get all older you gotta understand too much cardio kills your testosterone and as men we need our testosterone so if we do too much cardio our testosterone goes down but when we do resistance or lifting weights our testosterone goes up so now I'm doing more lifting weights because I don't have to break like that anymore. My, I am feel my time is done. I did everything I was supposed to do in the late nineties and the early 2000. I, my ship is done. I'm, I'm off that ship. I got nothing you to pay prove. Your dues. Yeah. Yes. I pay my dues. I got no more ego. Somebody want to call me out. Cool. You beat me. Okay. More power to you. I just, you know, so my thing now is just to be healthy and, you know, and just stay healthy so I can be around for my kids and my daughter and all that. Do you do sprints or, or heat or is it just straight resistance training? Well, remember, so from breaking, I always used to say breaking destroyed my knees. But breaking didn't destroy my knees. I destroyed my knees by over pushing myself. So I can't do a lot of sprints. I can sprint uphill, but like this, I can't. So my number one thing is swimming. I love mm -hmm. doing lap swim underneath the water. For 35 minutes, I come up and try to see how many laps I can do in 35 minutes. Because to me, that's incredible because you're training well without oxygen. So now you got to learn how to go back and forth and control your breath and recover your breath and keep doing it. So swimming, so swimming is my main cardio now for dancing. Yeah. Uphill sprints, I love them and I hate them. They're terrible <laughs> and they're the best. Like it's raining, the best. raining and it's windy and you go uphill sprinting, it's like sucks the best like the sucks the most in your life but if you got through it then the rest of the day is amazing right because it strengthens up your legs and you got to remember your legs is where the most oxygen has to go to so when you dance what is the first thing that dies is your legs so if you strengthen up your legs and that's why i love running up the hill then you can last longer in a b-boy circle yeah it's or a gent gentle for the knees too you don't get that impact and, and, that and gentle for knees that you're not getting that pounding yeah did you ever try aqua running what is it? Oh, you mean I could run it, you know, when you're in that treadmill and it raises you up or what's no, that? I mean, do you get like a floating belt, but you go into the pool Yes, jogging or running, but you are not touching and the bottom. Deep end. Yeah. yeah. It's called deep end. Yeah. We, yeah, we do that on the deep end. We sit there and we run as quick as we can or we open and close. We do the March. 
I also hate it, but that's the best therapy for, for your joints and for your body in general. Anything that hurts gets fixed in water. 100%. Water is the water is my new gym now. Yes. Well, yes. It, yeah. Hmm. How about coaching? Teaching versus coaching. Been teaching for a long time too and, and recent times moving in the breaking world towards coaching as well. How do you find coaching breakers? How's it been? Um, one thing that I noticed about coaching breaking, you got to be really careful because you got to remember breaking known as hip hop is one of the most ego dance that you can ever do. And everybody know, think they know everything. So for number one thing, before you can coach anybody, you got to get their trust. You got to get them to let them know that you're there for them and not for you. Because there's a lot of breakers that's out there just for them and they're not for the athletes. And, and I've seen it so many times. So first, you got to get their trust. Once you get their trust, you got to let them kind of dictate of what they're trying to get better at. And you just be on the side to help them move along. But if you come in there and you don't got that trust, you say, this is what you need to do. You need to do this. They're gone. You have lost them. So, you know, because remember, breaking never had no coaches. We really never had no coaches. Like, yes, I probably coached a couple people, but but really coach and have a structure the way it is now because they're going to the Olympics. We never had that. So we got to build that coaching way of teaching in a most cocky dance that ever been out there where everybody think they know everything. And the only way that you can do that is you got to get that trust, man. You got to get their trust and then you got to let them know that you're there for them and you help them tell you what they need and you be on the line like, okay, I like that. So maybe we try like this, you know what I mean? Like you got to be really careful when it comes to breaking and coaching people because you can lose them very fast. Yeah. Mentorship was always there. Like you take somebody under your wing and coach somebody or mentor somebody to become dope. Mm-hmm. But like recent recent changes when you have a national team and a head coach and all of this, that's a kind of a new thing for breaking. And it takes time to adjust into it. Hundred well. percent. And yeah. And we just gotta be patient because it's not gonna go like that. Like it takes it takes a minute. This is this is new. Breaking hip hop never had structure. We never had structure. No one never taught us how to warm up. No one told us how to strengthen up our body. No one tells us how to breathe. No one tells us how to warm down or how to warm up. We never had that. And now all of a sudden we're trying to do that now. Yeah. It's going to be kind of rough. I wish I had that coming up. Like you had a physiotherapist and a doctor and (laughs) experience breaker telling you like, all right, this might be a, a better way to handle things and all of that. He came up <laughs> the hard way, banging our bodies on the floor, and and uh, but that's it. With with but with that being said, we paid the way for people now to know how to take care of their body. Like I look at it because I get down on myself. I'm like, why didn't I take care of myself? Why didn't I stop? Why didn't I recover? But I'm like, now flow. You can't go back in the past because what's done is done. But now you can educate these new generation on how they take care of themselves. You can teach any people, any B-girl, any, it doesn't even have to be breaking, just dancing in general. You can educate them, which I have been doing far as the hip hop world and the lock-in and the house. Like I've been educating so many people and that makes me feel alive. Cause I was depressed for a minute, like, damn, I can't dance, but now I'm educating other people so they don't make the mistakes that I made. That made me feel so much better, but I had to go through that. Like I always say, if I know now, would I be still the 
the person I am now. I'm like, I wouldn't. I had to go through this to be the person I am right now. Yeah. And giving makes you happy. So if you're in a place where you can share and, and help other people, then simply improves your happiness as well. So it's a blessed situation to be at, 100%. isn't it? 100%. Yeah. 2023, what's in store for you? 2023 is getting these B-boys and B-girls to go against y'all and everybody around the world and bring that gold home, man. You know, just my thing now is, is, is we have only two B-boys and only two B-girls that's going to go to the Olympics. So my goal is now is to make these, these um, gentlemen and ladies pursue their dream now, man. That's, that's my focus, being a dad, raising my son, helping my daughter, you know. That's it for 2023, man. And me Big staying shoes. healthy. Big shoes to fill. It is. It is. But you know well. what? I'm ready for it. And I'm pretty sure you're ready for it, too, because you got a lot of sh shoes to fill, too, because you got a whole people that's counting on you as well. Let's make it happen, man. It's going to be a big year. Yeah. Oh, that's all I had for today. So inspiring talk, man. I'm getting goosebumps. And hopefully oh, stop. a lot of people <laughs> no, watch, watching here this. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> what's up yeah i'll catch you on tour somewhere whether it's in the yeah. states or in paris or in finland who knows hope you get to travel as well and, and we meet up somewhere cool yes sir all the best blessings your ways for the year all right folks we'll do stay Thanks for tuning in to the Knowledge Drop, y'all. I hope you find it valuable and inspiring. Now head out to bboydojo.com for our free video training and a bunch of other ill content. I'll see you over there, y'all. Peace.